0: Hey, uh, thanks a lot for reminding me about uh, not putting that link in on the Terrence show notes. Yeah,
1: yeah, we had to have that. Did key, did you did,
0: did you did you check the link out? No, you didn't. I? Oh. No, I, I I took your word for it. You didn't. It. I oh, right I now. I no, uh, well, it's um. Oh, it's a, 14- it's a Rand Corporation thing. Ooh. it's a fourteen-page explanation. So we understand deterrence. But don't worry if you didn't read it. Because when we get to the word, I'll take care of that. Why am I nervous? It won't take me that long. It won't it'll take me less than ten minutes to go over it, okay? (laughs) So we gotta get the show we gotta get the show going, okay?
1: All right, all right, all right, let's go. And it's the bro show. You're just in time. Just that's in time.
0: I woke yeah. up. I'm so glad I did.
1: <laughs> yeah, me too. The show would have been nothing without you, John. And, oh, I'm... And we've done the show before when you're asleep, and it's just not as good. Just not as good.
0: Too. And I don't yeah. remember it. That really makes it bad.
1: Well, that's not bad for me. But anyway, it's bad <laughs> for you. I understand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anyways. Yeah. it's it's that It's that time of the week. We do these once a week. We're actual brothers. My name is Jerry. My name's John. We do this, like I said, every week. Saturday morning, the show drops. You'll be able to listen to it. Uh, You can go to www.bro.show and sign up. Get a subscription to the show. And all we do is Saturday mornings, we send you an email saying, here's the show. So, it's not a bad deal. Don't bother to hassle you for anything. It's free. It is the season of the werewolf. Mm. As a public service, we let you know when the next full moon is going to be. And it's going to be Saturday, the 24th of February.
0: Okay. Oh, so it's yeah, it's, we got a week plus.
1: Yeah, you got about a week. So, you know, batten down the hatches. Uh, you know, if you need a little wolf's chili to get through. You know, if you're a werewolf, mm. that's that's the preferred method. You know, you're getting a little itchy to get out and run and you know
0: eat a deer or something. Wolf chili will do the trick, right, John? So good. Yes, we I, I finished two uh, two cans of it. Excellent stuff. Not that John is a werewolf.
1: I wouldn't want to no. spread that rumor. No,
0: mm.
1: no, we don't want to go there. We don't want to go there. Hey, uh, we have a we have a sponsor, don't we?
0: Yeah, we got a sponsor, and our sponsor is the Animal Legal Defense Fund. And their mission as a 501c3 corporation is to uh, protect the lives and advance the interest of animals through the legal system. And how do they do that? Well, I don't know. They file high impact lawsuits to protect those critters from harm and dish out a little free advice to lawyers that are training to become prosecutors to assure these animal abusers are held accountable. And they support really rugged, tough animal legislation and provide resources so that other law students can see the light of the day and realize that where the action is, is helping and protecting the animals. And wow. best of all, they I'm have got swag. Oh,
1: they do. They have great T-shirts, great T-shirts. Uh, we have links at the bottom where you can go and see their T-shirts or make a donation and you just find out more about the Animal Legal Defense Fund. Also, we have a link to our swag down there. And when you buy
0: our swag, all the proceeds go to the Animal Legal Defense Fund.
1: Boom. That's That's why they're our sponsor.
0: Nothing makes you feel better than to wear one of the wonderful T-shirts that we have. I'm wearing a T-shirt. Are you wearing one, John? Yeah. What do you got? Pitchers and Catchers reported this week. So I decided to break out the bats and I got the meerkat, those bat-wielding animals um, it's a good, it's a good T-shirt. It's a long-sleeve one too, so it's really good for the winner. So that's what I'm wearing. Season of the American. Wow. the Bro Show, WW Bro Show. What do you got on?
1: Uh, I've got on the uh, the T-shirt we made for the first uh, Clark Street Ale House uh, episode.
0: Okay. Boy, you just love to relive those shows because they are so memorable. <laughs> I'm, I feel the same. Yes, way. yes, absolutely. A smile comes upon my face when I think about those those shows. Yeah. Yeah, I got a great oh.
1: picture of you and Jason at the end of it there. You guys are smoking cigars. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Real gangsters, oh, I'll tell you. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, you know
0: what? We, we've we got a werewolf story this week. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we had werewolf song last week, so we decided to move along and have a werewolf-wolf movie. So what we're do it is a
1: werewolf movie, but it's a werewolf movie that contains the title of the song in it, which is kind of cool, right? Yeah, and werewolf. this is the movie
0: that inspired the song we talked about last week. That's true. So we decided we could segue right into the movie, and it. it yeah. So that's what we're going to do. It's called The Werewolf of London. Uh, it's a movie that came out in 1935. starred a uh, an actor by the name of Henry Hull. Uh, It's kind of interesting because the cast is actually, if you take a look at it, it's mostly of English and Irish origin. His wife is from Ireland. Actually, one of the exceptions, two exceptions, Henry Hall, who plays the werewolf and also the the middlesome ant, the the real pain in the butt, played by Spring Byington. The other exception is Warner Orland, who plays uh, Charlie Charlie Chang. And guess where he's from? Sweden. Ooh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, but so it's kind of cool. Uh yeah. it's best known for the, uh, you know, the the makeup that was uh, that that was worn. In fact, this is a Universal picture, and so it dun, fits within dun. the, the dun, yeah, dun, dun, and, there, and the little airplane going around the world. It's yeah. it's all that good stuff. And so you know, we had the the start of the the monster uh, movies that they made back in thirty thirty one with the Frankenstein one, and of course Bela Lugosi, Mummy. And what we do is we find this one is another universal prediction. Production, in fact, it was filmed not in London, but on the Universal Studio. And uh, the scenes, the exterior scenes that are from Tibet, are actually filmed out about 45 miles northwest of of L.A. So it's all American with yeah. a few English actors. It's uh, it's actually considered the first full-length movie, uh, werewolf movie. So I think that's important too. So those are some of the, the intro deets. And, of course, a little bit about the story. This is a story about a, per, a scientist, a botanist, world-renowned, who mm. feels a need to investigate and learn more about a certain kind of plant. Now, you're going to have to help me with this. Mara, there's a, well, you know, whatever. Oh, I, I, have I have no idea. idea. I have no okay, idea well, you get I'm the saying. idea. It's a special plant. Yeah, and well, the key to this plant is that no it seems to be nourished by not sunlight, but by moonlight. So he goes to Tibet in search of it and realizes he probably shouldn't be doing this because he's warned, don't do it. But yeah, of course he does. And while he does it, he finds himself bit by a animal that we later find out to be a werewolf. So he comes back home. He's got his plant. He thinks he's all set, but he finds he's also got something else. He's afflicted because he was bitten by a werewolf. With becoming a werewolf on nights in which the moon arises, and he terrorizes the city, and he actually learns from an adversary, a protagonist who we later find out, this uh, play by Warner uh, Orlin, that, Orlin, that 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 this Orland, that this person will, uh, that he's his adversary is also a werewolf too. So, and he wants to have that plant because guess what can that plant do? Maybe you can explain a little bit what's important. Okay. the plant.
1: This plant's very important. You're right. It only blooms in the full moon, and so in the in the laboratory, Henry Hall is trying to simulate moonlight with you know all all kinds of weird ultraviolet rays and stuff, and he's kind of done it, and so he can get these flowers to bloom, and he's got two blooms, and all he has to do is cut that thing off and and squeeze a little of the. the sap, the juice out of the a flower stem, onto his skin, and the the hair and werewolf stuff that's beginning on his hand goes away, like magic. Wow! Such so he's pretty excited about this. But this Victor Orland is that his name?
0: O R L A N in Orland, Orland. Yeah, Orland. He warns them. That there's a couple yeah. of things that are important, but he steals Number
1: it. Of, he steals those. He steals bugs, it, John. but he
0: also, yeah, he steals them, and that's a big problem because therefore he doesn't have the anecdote, and he's going to continue to to yeah, prowl Harry and, how how to um, he's and howl out of luck. He's going to howl, and he learns that the one the most likely uh, subject of 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 his uh, uh, prowling and howling is going to be his wife, and so this this mm. thing I get that so the wolf world affliction. Places a tremendous strain upon his marriage, on relationships in general, (laughs) 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 and and he is not really. You know what? This shows that what you should do is communicate. The the relationships are built upon communication, (laughs) and there's (laughs) not. Oh, Oh, thank you, honey. I'll pass the sugar. Yeah, well, unfortunately, he doesn't let her know, and he and he acts kind of uh, no. very strained, and he's kind of standoffish. And she is so so she's upset about it, and she ends up kind of going to one of her expos, And you know, I, I'm beginning to feel like he's acting like a jerk. I'm beginning to feel more empathy for the werewolf than I am the botanist, You know, it's tough. It, it's, it tough. Is, it's a it's a tough call to make. So he eventually uh well, you know, eventually uh gets to a position where he has to die because he's gonna kill it, you know, he's gonna hurt his wife. So that all takes place and at the end of it it has an ending where he feels really bad and he explains to her that he can, kind kinda of comes out with being very positive. So that's the that's the plot. It's it's uh I consider it to be like a, a sort of a segue movie. It's between Mm -hmm. the monster movies of the early uh, 30s and and the universal pictures that come in the early 40s. This one starts, you get to see transformation, where he goes from a human to the werewolf, I think is real important. Another contribution that Henry Hull does to this movie is he provides the howl. That is his howl. That's his actual voice. Well, we know what
1: that inspired, right? That inspired the song. It inspired Warren Zevon and Phil Phil Everly, think about this guy, you can feel a chill, listen to this, you'll feel a chill, I know I do. Just think, when you watch this movie, and by the way, it's on Amazon, or you can find it in the internet archives for free. This is a one hour, 15 minute movie, and I guarantee you'll have a good time watching it. When you watch this movie, at the end of it, just realize, Phil Everly of the Everly Brothers saw that movie just like you saw it, the next morning, Talked to Warren Zevon, one of his side guys on his tour, and said, you ought to write a song about this. So, my friends, history was made, and you are now part of it if you've seen this movie. I know, (laughs) you can't resist, you got to see it now, right?
0: Uh, Yeah, uh, I'll watch it again, maybe, uh, but but you did inspire me. The fact we did the song last week inspired me to watch it this week, that's for sure. There you go. Hey, but you know okay. this movie's also got some comic relief to it, which is good. I mean, we got we, you know, the poor uh, this the botanist when he knows he's going to become a werewolf realizes one thing he can do to save his wife is just keep himself locked up in a room. So he rents a room from these two wonderful ladies who happen to be, uh, well, they're let's just say they're booze hounds. They're boozed up biddies, uh, lip dish dipsos, you name it, old luscious. <laughs> Uh, you know, an awful lot of church or alcoholism. You are really bad. And oh. they they see him. They peek through the the, the, the keyhole and realize that. He's, and they they look at each other and say, "I can't believe we saw that. I think I'm going to have to stop drinking," which they proceeded to do for 15 seconds. And, yeah. uh, and gotcha. sure enough, they go back to the bottle. So there's a couple other scenes like that. We don't need to go through all of them. Two couple last things I want to mention. One thing is I think the best acting job in the movie is the cat. There's a cat that reacts to realizing that uh, the botanist is a werewolf even when he isn't, and boy, he he scared the heck out of me. That's for sure. Well, you, you you're afraid of cats anyway. And yeah, I'm afraid of cats. The other thing is when you take a look at future werewolf movies, this one holds a special interest to me because this is the most dapper than a uh, horse minded werewolf you will ever see. We got a word, don't we? Word, word, word. Hey, yeah, well, I'll do. tell you what our word. And this is one that there's an article that we, we read and had this word several times, deterrence, D E T E R R E N C E. A lot of E's trying to get the idea deterrence and what is that well in terms of there's about four definitions but i can really latch on to the the last one military strength or ability to defend a country or retaliate strong enough to stop an enemy from attacking in other words it it deters another another uh, an aggressor from doing it and i'll just say one other and i got a good example It comes right out of one of our articles we read. The deterrent value of NATO, National Association, National Atlantic Treaty Organization, has increased in the past few years in light of Russia's newly aggressive posture. So it's it's important that we have NATO has become to the forefront in recent recent months, the recent years, actually, as we take a look at some of the aggressive uh, tactics of of Russia. I would only say mm. one more thing about it because I I read an article and I can set, I can summarize it in one sentence. Believe it or not, mm. and that sure. is the most important thing as we take a look at deterrence. Isn't our perception, our view of how well we're doing, but what is the reaction of the potential aggressor? So what we need to do uh. is we need to we need to understand. We need to have the intelligence operation that allows us to to understand where what they think about what we're doing because that's what's going to be important their actions not ours why
1: don't we do nato by Uh, the numbers that'll be our
0: two well nato that's a that's a good one i think that we'll just give a real quick summary of of nato nato is a give you the way back machine the history on it It was it's the national it's a northern north atlantic treaty organization it was at it was formed in 1949, started with uh, 13 countries. It now has 13 member countries, most of them in Europe, the exception being the United States and Canada. And its primary uh, objective has been, and this is a, was a big deal during the Cold War because of Russia, but its yeah. primary purpose today is to promote security and defense cooperation among its members. Yes, And yes. I think the most important article, as we take a look at it, is an article of their... Of, you take a look at the, the treaty itself, the Article 5, which states that if there's an attack upon a member country, they will then consider that to be considered an attack upon all the members, and it signifies that sort of the collective defense nature that that is so important. So one, one member gets attacked, the other countries come to the rescue and will provide the necessary either forces uh, on all supplies, et cetera, that they might need. So sharing. that's now, that's l-
1: what it's all about. Question question. Uh today
0: I think there's thirty-one countries involved. Is that right? Or is uh, thirty one? We got yeah, thirty-one okay. actually there will be a thirty-two when Sweden comes on board. There there's been an increase recently because as things get a little more tense in Europe, some of the countries that maybe aren't the border countries to, to the Soviet, to Russia have said, you know what, maybe we and actually a couple of them are border, like I think Sweden and uh is one Finland. of those it's, it, in Finland. Finland is in now, and Sweden is look, is going to probably be a member in sometime in the next year. So that's what it's all about. But the but when we take a look at it, where what does it cost? And How does what it are work? How does it work? Yeah. Well, yeah. There's there's two pieces to this pie. Number one, the the big resource is the collective armed forces that each of these countries have together it's sort of like the synergy that we get from it but the cost there is a central organization NATO which needs to be funded and it has a budget of about 370 uh, million and that is funded through a complex uh, allocation uh, uh, allocation of that of that budget so it's it wouldn't call it dues it's just contributions that the members make in order to make right. it happen it goes and i'll tell you when you take a look at the numbers here germany gives as much as the united states does and right yeah. behind it is the united kingdom and france so well,
1: right. and
0: those are and th- those numbers are given however what's the most important thing about this organization it's not money it, it's not it's money. not the money it's the it's the collective organization bullets and, in terms and of boots bullets defense. and boots john
1: well, it's a defense
0: uh, in a variety of ways. And, and oh, okay. um, typically, you know, uh, in, intelligence is, is a part of it. Uh, you know, the, the security nature of it. So there, there's a lot of pieces. But you're right. The main force is the, is the defense, whatever the defense contributions each of these organizations can give. And so what they decided to do uh, at, at back at, at a certain point in time. You know, like back 2006, I decided to say we need a benchmark that our members need to think about in order to strive to have a benchmark. Two percent of your gross domestic product, they feel, should be at the fence. Now, the, most of the uh, there's about eight countries, including the United States, that was not a problem. However, some of these other countries haven't done it, and we've heard for, through the last, uh, you know, maybe four or five, six years about the fact that these other countries aren't bellying up and they're not, you know, giving what they need to. But But we find out that that's really not necessarily the case, that a lot of these countries are making strides to give the amount they can. And I think realistically, we need to understand that it's maybe not possible for every country, all 31, but we, I think right now they, they anticipate by by the end of two twenty twenty four, that well over half of the countries will make that two percent. And uh, some go you know, above number. It. Now, oh yeah, and I mean the United States yeah. is a slam dunk. They're way above it.
1: Yeah, but, everybody thinks everybody thinks. Oh, you know, a lot of money goes into Brussels to maintain the headquarters and all that. That's not true. That's the no. smallest line item on the budget.
0: It is. It's it's like about a it's about point three percent of the total Shit. mass that we've got yeah. here. And keep in mind that when three three hundred seventy million sounds like a lot of money,
1: but Not there really. is a
0: forty thousand million, excuse me, but there's a forty thousand dollar like ready uh, force, and most of those in that force European. Are European. So yeah. there's a definite there's a benefit, but I think there's the, the uh, NATO also looks very carefully at at the the, the nature of what these expenses are going to be. Because yeah. they want to make sure that the expenses work well in terms of, uh, you know, of all the countries. So if, if one says, you know, one country, for example, might say, well, you know, I'm going to take my uh, my brigade of, of peace shooting uh, individuals and, and increase them to elephant guns. And they, they, they might come back and say, you know what, you got a transferable skill there. What you need to do is take yeah. those brigade of peace shooters and give them poison darts rather than peas. Before You're you being know
1: ridiculous. What? You're being ridiculous.
0: I am not being ridiculous. Those are going to be good for intelligence when you need to be close to somebody.
1: Poison darts. Yes. Wow. I never thought of that, John. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it, it was. Another, a, but I
0: will be truthful. It is a hypothetical example. Right? I okay. will not deny that. It's something See, I. There's up. some be-
1: there's some benefits. To yeah, come on. You can some a, benefits. The There's benefits? some huge benefits. Now, <clears throat> some of these you're not going to hear because because it's kind of like the part that is not said out loud. There's a huge benefit to the founding members and especially to the United States uh, performing and being an active part of NATO, and that is location. It's just like real estate. Location, location, location. This ends up with these members virtually having access to Uh, Naval ports, uh, airports, naval bases, air bases, army, troops, all this stuff is like at the disposal. So if the United States is having uh, there's a regional conflict that concerns the United States and they need to have uh, an Air Force um, presence near the Middle East Turkey is happy to oblige because they're part of NATO. See how that right. works? So yep. what happens is there's a huge advantage in terms of strategic interest for the United States, and same thing goes for the other founders and big countries that are involved in this. Secondarily, commerce. Right. Our our economic engine, which has been at full throttle for seventy years, is at full throttle to a large extent due to this alliance. This is a big deal. So what happens is, let's say, these guys in in, uh, Lithuania, for instance, or something, they say, we need to really upgrade our planes. They can't keep up with Russian planes, and Russia's right next door. We need to have better planes. Where are they going to buy them? They're going to buy them from England, or they're going to buy them from the United States. They usually buy them from the United States, get some F-15s. And so that's big money coming into our country. So it is definitely a way of getting trade going. And that I'm not even talking about blue jeans, Levi's or anything yet, but that's all there too. Everything right. comes along with it. You pull one leg of the chair, all four legs go with it. So this has been tremendous for us. We were in a depression when World War II started. And Ooh. this, and this alliance, the allies, they called it then, this provided the gasoline for our industrial engine to get ramped up. And don't forget how we were at the beginning of World War II. We had like what a hundred tanks and a bunch of horses. We were yeah, not ready the for World War II. At,
0: yeah, yeah, we yeah. still had the cavalry. We were not
1: ready. And you know what? This whole thing was written with the under, understanding we need to be ready. Next time we'll be ready. So I like I like the attitude. I think it's good.
0: you know, we're, NATO just is not twiddling their thumbs, waiting for a uh, for something to happen. There are a yeah. lot of things which people don't realize that they're involved in. One of the things that kind of intrigued me as I read through the article was that you know there's a lot of piracy on the Mediterranean Sea, That's and right. there's a good example of where we can take the countries and work together to try to to do something with this to combat the that. So there there is a good uh, a very good example of it. Uh, and. Uh, yeah. that's a one that kind of attracted me. I also believe that in the future, as we take a look at it, there will be enemies that are not even people. They're going to be things such as the climate and weather. that really Oh, I thought need you were to going coordinate. to say werewolves. Oh, yeah, werewolves. Boy, yeah, werewolf on the that. brain. Mm. I didn't think of that one. Of course, I thought of the peace earners. You think of the werewolves. All good. Yep. I think, I think we right. balance out very well. I think so, too. So, <laughs> and you're right
1: about that. Yeah, cyber attacks and stuff like that are a big part of
0: it. Right. No doubt. Cyber is a part of it. Exactly. In fact, I think within the next last couple of days, we've seen where we're, we, we realize we need to take a hard look at uh, space as a, a, another place yeah. where potentially we, yeah. we need to be right there and, and show some force. So, very good topic, no doubt. You know, do you have any groaners? Because I think we need two groaners. Yeah, I got a couple groaners. And I think, well I, right. I think I, I went the, intelli- the intelligence route, you know, and I thought, well, here's one that you're probably like and here here we go. What response are you going to get if you ask anyone in NATO intelligence what is their rank? What response are you going to get if you ask anyone in NATO intelligence what is their rank, and what are they going to say? And I can Ooh, believe it. NATO word, intelligence NATO. Uh, I'm going to say, it's private. I don't get it. <laughs> In other words, they can't
1: tell. All you they can't Private is a rank. It's private. It's private. That's, That's a- terrible.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> a groaner. That made me groan. <laughs> yeah, that would just say, you know, stick that where the sun don't shine. I know. Okay. Well, here's one. Let's go. Let's go. Let's let's we all, all we can do now is go get better. This is geography. We actually got i'm going to give you got five possible answers which of the five great lakes ranks highest in excellence importance and quality which of the five great lakes is considered by far the best in many ways lake superior you got it right i can't believe it we've done another,